storytellers, today Mindy and I will be talking about body image and what that means for us as women. So enjoy. Well, hey, tellers, Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed our month-long celebration of Women's History Month. Uh, We just had a really good time interviewing different people and celebrating uh, women and all that they have brought to the world and all that God does through them. And so we're ending the month out with a body image podcast, um, Keys, and, and I thought this would be a great way to round out this month. And body image is a pretty big topic to talk about so um yeah keys let's let's dive in and get started um who I I just feel like it's uh, there's just a lot around this around this topic what how do you feel there is and I think we should go back like to the beginning you know kind Mm -hmm. of like back to when we were kids because that's really where it starts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How your mindset gets shaped. So like as a child, do you remember like what for good or for bad, like your, like how you were taught to think about your body, like negatively or positively? Do you remember anything happening where you kind of thought good or bad about the way your body looked? Um, you know, I don't really feel like I had anything specific. Um, I do remember my mom always telling me how beautiful I was and she would, she would tell me, um, you know, how much she, she, how beautiful she thought my eyes were. So I just remember her really encouraging me in, um, and how I, I looked and everything. She, she was really good at speaking good truth and love into my life, um, I don't remember anything specific. I do remember being about 10 or 11 and I don't know why I knew this, but I, somebody had given me some hand-me-downs mm-hmm. and I remember putting on a size four skirt and thinking how proud I was that I could wear it. Oh. <laughs> and, and I don't even know why. So, um, I, I don't think I really ever had a, a super negative image of a body image of myself. I do think I, However, maybe understood a, a little bit about um, weight and what and what was more acceptable. Maybe I don't know. So, Keys, what about you? What do you remember anything from childhood that really shaped your view of how you looked at your body and yourself? Yeah, I think I, I just remember my grandmother saying that I looked like a pencil with a booty. Oh. Like she used to always say that. Oh my I was just really skinny, but I had a butt, you know, but that's really the only thing. And I didn't take offense to that. I just thought it was funny. Um, but I didn't feel like I was fat or skinny or, or I I didn't feel good or bad about it. It was just Mm -hmm. neutral as far as the way, uh, my body was as a kid. I I think I never really ever had a completely flat stomach, but Mm -hmm. I, it didn't really matter. And plus, you know what? Times are so different now with the way people dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> even like younger the way younger people dress like so I you know I was pretty much a tomboy yeah so I wasn't trying to show off anything anyway and I, I so I didn't really care yeah. Uh, yeah one way or the other as a kid you know mm-hmm. what my body looked like I just put on comfy clothes and went to play <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. You know, like it, uh-huh. none of it really mattered to me as a kid. Yeah. Um, what about, did you notice anything different between the way boys and girls were treated growing up? Hmm. I don't think, yeah, I think as a kid, it would think maybe I'm, I feel like, cause I'm an eighties baby mm-hmm. that it was like more innocent times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it, that wasn't really a thing back then. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I it really didn't make a difference until I got maybe a high school. Yeah, I guess. You know, when everybody starts to notice things. Mm-hmm. But again, that's changing. I mean, that's happening younger now. Yeah, oh, but it definitely you is. Know. <laughs> yeah, but um, definitely like elementary and middle school. That was never an issue. But I think. In high school, it was like boys noticing mm-hmm. what I have or, or what I don't mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. And and it's different because as a girl, what are you noticing on a guy? You yeah. know, like yeah. not really. Yeah. So it, it was more so for us, mm-hmm. like what girls were trying to show off and highlight mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like that that same thing for guys. It didn't really matter as much. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that at all? A difference? You know, I don't think I saw anything that made me feel bad about myself or, or different. I did, um, you know, just kind of like in middle school girls all of a sudden one summer sort of blossom. And so everybody's Mm -hmm. like, well, I hope, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know how to put this delicately, you know, but like you're, you're hoping that your bosoms develop and all those kinds right. of things, because there's something that, you know, is important about that for some reason. It just, I, I think I understood that that was supposed to make me more attractive, but I don't think it really like mm. weighed on me or, or anything like that. It was more like just a rite of passage, you know, like this is supposed yeah. to happen and, and you hope that it happens and, and that kind of thing. But um, I don't, I don't really feel anything jump out at me. Mm. about that um I I do think like you said you know growing up Mm. 80s and 90s it was a different time so or at least it was for us anyway I guess (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um so what about television magazines media all that did that play any role in how you looked at yourself yeah I think not not necessarily my whole body, but I definitely was real self conscious about my face. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, I thought I was ugly oh. based on what I would see on t v and in magazines because mm-hmm. i even to this day, like I still have some issues with acne sometimes like with with pimples and stuff sometimes yeah, yeah. and i and I realized that I, I guess I didn't know then, but I have freckles. My mom had freckles, uh-huh. and but she was so bright, and so they made sense. Like you could tell they were freckles, uh-huh. but my skin is is darker, so they don't look like freckles. They would look like dark spot. Like what's wrong? What's that on your face? Or I'd be like, what's this on my back? Or what's the yeah. like the freckles? Yeah. And I didn't realize that that's what they were. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I had all these dark spots. Mm. <laughs> on my face or on my back (laughs) like what's wrong with me like why do I have all these blemishes on my body but they were freckles and I didn't know 
that's what they were just because my skin is darker and that doesn't make sense you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. for a a person I'm not very dark but you know even caramel color to be like why do you have those things that's for for white people or lighter skinned people you know yeah yeah. So that, that I just didn't I just didn't get it. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> I and I thought like my nose is kind of big and my teeth are messed up. Even today, like I still have this gap in my teeth and I never got it. I never got braces. Mm-hmm. So I think seeing that, you know, like when you see the pictures of faces, like everybody's face, like close up and magazines and stuff, it's like, oh no way, like don't. Yeah. Don't you know, and people take <laughs> selfies all the time. Like uh-huh. I hardly <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm just now trying to get used to me and mm-hmm. what I look like. I would I, I would walk past the mirror and just not even look. If I go to the bathroom, it's like I'm not looking in the mirror, I'm just going to the bathroom. Mm. I'm looking down when I wash my hands, you know? Like I just didn't feel comfortable with my own face because yeah. I thought, well, it's not perfect. Everybody's skin you see on TV is somehow perfect. Mm-hmm. And their teeth are as white as can be and they're perfectly straight. And that's yeah. not what I look like. So, no. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that was mainly my face, not necessarily my body, but mainly my face. That was tough for me. It's like, mm-hmm. I know I'm not what beauty looks like to most people. And so I would like even shrink back even more mm-hmm. uh, into shyness and stuff myself because I felt like, you know, I'm not very attractive, you know? And um, yeah, that's just kind of how I responded with that. And I, and that's why I didn't wear makeup. I kind of like never wanted people to see me without it and go, Ugh. so it's <laughs> like, this is my face. So you never are shocked by what my face looks like. Oh. <laughs> and so I just like, don't wear makeup. Um, so yeah, all of that insecurity stuff, uh, came out starting probably around middle school, high school. Yeah. I, that makes me sad. Oh no, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that I don't know. I'm sorry that that's how you felt because you are a beautiful daughter of God. And, um, I hope that you don't think that way about yourself anymore (laughs) well I think no it's not that bad anymore you know like I still deal with some insecurities that I have to fight off Mm -hmm. um and especially like now it's more so like with weight you know like I have to tell myself like do the work if you want to be healthy but Mm -hmm. don't stress over the weight thing yeah you know yeah um but I don't think I'm ugly. Like, I don't feel like that anymore, uh, right. you know? And uh-huh. even, like, I, I can think about doing more girly things and not feel as awkward. I'm just, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a process, though, you know? Oh, yeah. Because you got to change is. your mindset. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm. Well, I'm glad that you've been able to change your mindset and, and see yourself in a better light because. Yeah. Uh, just once again, you're a beautiful daughter of God. So, um, I feel like, you know, it's so funny uh, growing up in the late nineties, early two thousands, all the female pop stars that came out Mm. during that time. And I don't remember ever feeling bad about myself. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do remember looking at them like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, um, Mandy Moore, all of them. And, and, 
knowing that a lot of guys found them super attractive. And so, you know, like Britney Spears did two braids in her hair. And so all the girls started doing two braids. And um, Mm -hmm. uh, I just remember seeing what people liked and wondering if that's what, I don't know, wondering if that's what you should do to get boys to like you or whatever. But I don't, I don't remember ever really caring about so deeply that it it made me change myself or anything but um I do remember the those images and um just knowing how popular they were did kind of make me think about you know like how I looked or how I fixed my hair or that kind of thing yeah that makes sense you know when we see that stuff and and we see who's glorified Mm -hmm. you know and so we automatically, images are so powerful. Yeah. yeah That's why the Bible are. tells us not to make idols out of things, you know, not mm-hmm. to obsess over these images because they're really powerful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So this is kind of a heavy question. What about eating yeah. disorders and dieting? So that plays such a big role. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, it, I think probably more so in women, but even in men too, I've heard of some men. Uh, we want to just give a shout out to them who also struggle with eating disorders, but have you ever experienced an eating disorder or, or known someone who has? No, I, I, um, didn't like I said before, like the issue for me is with dieting, not mm-hmm. necessarily like anorexia or, or mm-hmm. bulimia directly. Yeah. Um, but I think back in high school, I did see girls who would make themselves throw up you know, mm-hmm. uh, after eating yeah. so that they would, you know, that it, the weight wouldn't mm-hmm. stay on them. Um, yeah. And it, I, I think it was just a part of this thing that girl, uh, it's just another thing that girls would do to be attractive. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, like yeah. it didn't seem like this crazy wild thing. It's just yeah. everything we do, it seems like crazy. <laughs> wild. Yeah. Like, why are we putting on this makeup? Why are you wearing heels? Why are you doing that? Like, it just all seemed like a part of the game, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. back in high school. But I, I think now I have to be aware of what I'm doing with eating because I will have those moments where I say, I'm just not going to eat anything today. Like if I feel fat mm-hmm. yeah. or something, yeah. you know, I'm just not mm-hmm. going to eat. And then, of course, it only lasts until, yeah, <laughs> what time of the day? I don't know. Last until the evening, and it's like I mean everything now because I'm so hungry. Oh yeah, yeah you know. Of course. And so uh-huh. I've had days like that where it's like this is not okay and this is not healthy, and then I crash after that. You know, you binge eat after you starve yourself, and so it's like yeah. I have to be healthy. And what really helped me was. Uh, getting help, like asking someone for help, not mm-hmm. necessarily like help me with this problem I have mentally, but I was just like, Hey, I want to lose weight. And I talked to a personal trainer mm-hmm. and yeah. just talking with him helped me to understand some things even more, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I think when you just in general, reach out and go and get accountability like just mm-hmm. get a friend to help you with that. Like they can kind of walk you through things uh, that maybe you hadn't thought of to go, Oh, okay. This is the healthy way to, yeah. <laughs> to do that. Oh, yeah. To uh-huh. yeah. Um, 
I think I, I never really struggled with anorexia or bulimia. I do remember being very conscious of how much I ate. And mm-hmm. two, also, I don't know about you, but when I was a teenager, I remember that I I just didn't feel like eating a lot in general. Like breakfast kind of made me sick or um, I don't know. I just randomly wouldn't want to eat. But I do remember like if I, especially when I was having children and things, you know, like making sure I wanted to get right back on dieting whenever I was uh, mm-hmm. done being pregnant and all those kinds of things and, and kind of feeling like, oh, I just don't need to eat, you know, like here or there or whatever. And it's so mm-hmm. funny because it was actually my sister that helped me really understand how important making sure, I mean, you, you know, you need to eat healthy, of course, but not eating is not healthy. And yeah. so, uh, and, and this was even just a few years ago. I, I think it's so funny because we were at Six Flags and, you know, for me, I'm just going and I'm not going to stop and eat. But she was like, hey, you know, we need to get a snack or we need to um, stop for lunch. And I always have kind of noticed that I have low blood sugar at times. Mm. And I really started to notice that I wasn't taking care of myself or eating the way my body needed me to eat. You know, wow. like you've got to you don't have to eat a ton of stuff, but you know, God gave our body, our bodies need food and you just figure out what works for your body. And so watching her and how she took care of herself and made sure her body had the fuel it needed. So it didn't get low blood sugar. She didn't get tired. Um, really made me notice. And so now instead of being like, Oh, I'm just not going to eat. I'm like, no, you know what? I need Mm -hmm. to eat something because it's important for my body. I don't need to have low blood sugar and, you know, be grouchy or tired or depressed because just because I didn't, think I needed to eat and so um yeah yeah I really I really uh felt like that was a big deal for me to to notice you know not only putting good healthy things into my body but hey you know like you do need to stop and take care sometimes stopping and eating is taking care of yourself and so um, yes that's a really good point you know because sometimes we can even feel like it's a badge of honor that oh I worked through lunch or I don't even have time to eat like You might not say it that way, Mm -hmm. but you kind of think, oh, yeah, I didn't even or no, I don't even No, I'm fine. Like Mm -hmm. we do that. I I know the people that I work with that do that. Oh, you know, they're just like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, 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 I'm okay. Let's just keep going. It's like, no, you need your body needs the fuel. Mm -hmm. And then we don't we don't oftentimes correlate what's happening in us physically with Mm -hmm. what how we're taking care of our bodies, you know, food wise. Yeah. So it's like, Mm -hmm. how come later on? you're snippy or, you yes, know, yes, or whatever absolutely. is going on. It's like, well, maybe you should have ate. Like, uh-huh. yeah. So, I mean, that's a really good point is that we, we will just keep going and you don't think of something like that as like a disorder, but yeah. it's not a good habit though. No, it's you know? not at all. Not at all. And it's so funny because um, what you just said, I absolutely have said it and worn it like a badge of honor that I did mm. not stop and eat lunch because I was working or busy or whatever. Like, like I was proud of myself, but I had accomplished yeah. something because I did not stop and eat. And, <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not loving myself. That's not taking care of myself. And so yeah. um, I've really tried to do a lot better now since, since then. And I, and I've noticed a difference because I, you know, I'm not snippy or when I get home from work, I, I have energy to, you know, talk to the kids or do whatever I need to do. So, um, yeah, I think it's so important to make sure we're taking good care of ourselves. 
Yes. And I, I think it needs to be said that your body needs food. Your body needs water. Your body yes. needs sleep. Yes. Like yes. do those things. You are not a, a better person if you don't sleep exactly. or you don't, yes. you know, like, uh-huh. it's like this. I hustle, you know, I'll sleep when mm-hmm. I'm dead. Like, no, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are killing yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. because yeah. you're not like, let's, let's take care of ourselves. Like the way yeah. we should, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, Cause I was just thinking, you know, if, if the God of the universe mm. took a day to rest, yeah, then I, yeah. I mean, we should take a day to rest, you know, because yeah. he, uh, he's our example and he gave that day of rest to us and we should take it. So, and how cool, um, when Jesus was resurrected, he was like, do you have anything to eat? Yes. And they gave him some fish. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. And then, yeah. and then when he, uh, appeared to them and he had made them breakfast, yes. he made them fish. Like, That's you right. know, food matters. Food matters. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Be like Jesus. And Take sleep. a nap on a boat That's, and eat. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. Take care of ourselves. Yes. Um, how do you think about balancing healthy body image with modesty? Hmm. You know, this world we live in right now, um, it's crazy how things swing from one, one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the extreme that we're at now is like, if I love my body and if I'm empowered, then that means let me take everything off mm-hmm. um, yeah. for women, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know necessarily for men, but it's like for women, it's like, yes, look, no, she's, she's embracing her curve. So she's mm-hmm. taking everything off. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think it, it is hard like to to balance that. But um, I just I want to be where I am now. I want to be classy mm-hmm. and a good witness for Jesus, of mm-hmm. course, you know, that I don't want someone to look at me and wonder like, yeah. is she, like what? Wait, did she was does she the one that shared a scripture? And <laughs> like, I don't want anybody to be confused by me and by what I wear. Yeah. Um, and this really, it isn't really for anybody else, like for someone's, someone else's approval, just how uh-huh. I feel about myself. Like I, I except for the Lord's approval, obviously, but mm-hmm. I want to be classy and, and I want to be cute. And I'm realizing that I could be both of those things because I yeah. think I was the one who would just cover everything up and not put any thought into um what I looked like in fashion at all you mm-hmm. know because I was just trying to hide myself and shrink back yeah. yeah um but it's like when you're when you're confident and in who God created you to be you can care about the things you can put colors yes. and different things together and yes. and you can do uh-huh. all of that in a way that is honoring to him Mm -hmm. because he's the creator he gave us the ability to create just like Mm -hmm. him exactly (laughs) So we can be creative and do it it's very possible it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to mean that we just show everything and that means you're confident like no you can be confident and beautiful and Mm -hmm. modest Mm -hmm. and and sassy like all at the same time (laughs) we had our um our true image conference it's uh-huh. a women's ministry at my church that I go to life United. It was started by pastor Lindsay Bussey. And one of the things she said was pursue holiness, not hoochiness. 
So we want to <laughs> pursue the holy, but you yeah. can still be cute. You can still yeah. wear your makeup. You can still do those things. We don't have mm-hmm. to be prudes. You know, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a way for you to to know your body type and mm-hmm. and cover that the right way and still look amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? So oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, that's wonderful. I don't really have anything to add to that. I think you said everything right yeah. on the dot. Yeah. Um, teaching our girls that too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what about... <laughs> What about Hollywood and mm. over-sexualization, you know, and, and men and women? Um, I, I just don't think that we can say that that doesn't happen. I think it's just yeah. there. It does. What are your yeah. thoughts about that? Yeah, it's tough for me because I love acting, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. My jam. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's crazy the way things go. Gosh, I remember, I think I've said this before, that when I was in my last year of uh, my theater major at at school, we had to write this dream paper. And and I said, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cuss and I wouldn't take off my clothes. Like, I wouldn't do sex scenes Mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. And the, the, um, the professor who was over the department, he was like, you're not going to get a lot of work. You better go learn how to type. Uh, oh. so I did go learn how to type and I love typing. I was like, yeah, for that tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like an obey authority person. So I was like, okay, uh, I'll go learn how to type. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's right in one sense of that. It is like, you have to, they push the line as much as they mm-hmm. can possibly do it. And yeah. it's like, you can't show two people in love unless they're all over each other, <laughs> you know, yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. And it is mm-hmm. typically with women, um, mm-hmm. you know, just showing full frontals and everything, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I think that's mainly because that's what men are attracted to. I mean, mm-hmm. I think to be fair to talk about it, who, who rules most of everything is men, yeah, the, the executives and all of that mm-hmm. in Hollywood are men and men are more attracted to that type of thing of wanting mm-hmm. to see the physical and women were more attracted to the emotional type of things. So you're going to get more of that, you know, of mm-hmm. over sexualizing women than men for that reason alone, I think. Um, but it ha- some of it does happen. You, you think of uh, actors who are known as heartthrobs. Mm-hmm. Then every movie they're in, they're gonna have their shirt off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I, we were mm-hmm. just watching uh, Captain America: uh, Civil War last mm-hmm. night, and so we're sitting there watching that. And then he, then um, Bucky, one of the characters, starts running to the helicopter, and I go, "Oh my gosh, this is my favorite scene." Yeah, when <laughs> when Cap is like holding the helicopter with both uh-huh. arms and it's like yeah. oh yeah my bad I need to calm down <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean yeah. like I understand <laughs> that it can happen <laughs> yeah for both sides you know what mm-hmm. I mean but definitely with women I think the important thing is to know like like I just said before uh what your worth is and your value is and have confidence in yourself mm-hmm. to know what you will do and what you won't do yeah you know as far as like as an actor 
and we don't have to wash the stuff (laughs) either you you know Mm -hmm. we can Mm -hmm. decide like no we're not going to give our money to to things that objectify and and do things like that um yeah yeah (laughs) I think that kind of leads us into the last question and I was actually um kind of talking about this with one of my daughters but um you know the the message that young girls see in social media and I Mm. think that it is so conflicting and so confusing because there's two really strong messages right now and they're both a little opposite of each other and I can't imagine how confusing I mean it's confusing Mm. as an adult but I can't imagine as a young daughter because we have the whole me too movement you know and how men should not which you know, I agree with that. Like, men should not objectify women. They should not be allowed to sexually abuse women or take advantage of them, yeah. you know, because they're women and all that kind of thing. We've had this huge push and all these women that have come out and some men, you know, uh, like the, the big movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Who was taken out. But then on the flip side of that, like everything's about women showing, like, like you said, empowering yourself by showing your body or getting you know like you get the um you get the applause and the music industry Mm. gives you nods or whatever the more sexual you are like uh yeah I, i didn't watch it but i saw this huge deal about um i think it was uh oh the rappers Yes, the rappers yeah. were singing the WAP song on the, yeah. at the Grammys, and like it, it was totally <clears throat> all sexual. Yeah. And yet over here we have this whole Me Too movement, and I think that has to be incredibly confusing. Yes, you know. And then on social media, it, it's all about going as far as you can to show things to get likes and and followers and all that kind of thing. And I, um, I, I think we just. I don't know. I think we just have to really listen to the Holy Spirit and help our girls understand what is actually true because there is mm-hmm. such a, like a pulling apart of them because they're hearing this, but they're also seeing this. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a very difficult time for, mm-hmm. for women, but especially young women growing up, you know? So, yeah, I think that's the hard part is that, uh, the, with the music industry, you're right. Like when it comes to women, it. I mean, you look at someone like Beyonce. When she's mm-hmm. on stage, she doesn't wear pants. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what? how much can you show? It, it, mm-hmm. it, it does. And that's not to bash these women. It's like, it yeah. Is. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's their choice that they're doing it because it's their choice and not being forced to. But um it is that the images and you have like Instagram models and Mm -hmm. Instagram models are all, none of them have full clothes on. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If it's an Instagram model, they're, they're half naked. It's, it's bikinis. It's, it's all of these things. And they even have these things called only fans, you know, these accounts pay so that you can see more of Mm -hmm. these women. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, it can go so far. And I do think mm-hmm. we need to make sure we talk to the girls about what true confidence is and what true empowerment is. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to get the attention of someone else to be empowered. Like, you yeah. already have so much within you, mm-hmm. you know? And, and really, um, what Jesus told us is about what's on the inside of you not necessarily yeah. what's on the outside and and think mm-hmm. about how just because someone's rich and famous has a lot of money, has a lot of um, 
a power doesn't mean that they're confident and secure. They could yes. totally be insecure yeah. and projecting all of that because they're they're that's the only way they feel loved. Yeah. yeah. Like you really don't know the heart and the motives of the people and why they're doing what they're doing. They could totally mm-hmm. be telling you one thing and be completely insecure. They can do that performance on stage and then go in their rooms and cry. Like you have no yeah. idea what mm-hmm. they're really experiencing. So I think even with what we see on TV and in movies and, and music and all of that, we have to know that's why we don't love the image because we don't know what's behind it. Really? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. We really don't. And so you can't, put stock into what we see in those things. Cause those people are humans and they're probably yeah. hurting in a lot of ways, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and I think um, probably the ones who show the most or feel like they have to do it, the mo- uh, take off the most or whatever, probably not all of them, but I would say a lot of them are probably the ones that hurt the most because they're doing these things to get the validation because mm-hmm. they need something to fill their, fill that spot in their heart. And yeah, they're trying to get it through that. Um, so, yeah, I try to tell the girls, you know, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, how many likes you have, you know, if if you just have a few people, but they're really true friends, yeah. that's all that matters, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I do feel like it's very hard these days raising girls to have positive body images yeah. and uh, be confident in who they are and how God created them, you know. And um, mm. But I, I'm so glad we did this episode. I think it's a really important topic and we probably should do a part two sometime yeah that's true (laughs) um so I was thinking to end the show I want you to tell me what your favorite um physical characteristic about yourself is hmm uh I think I like it's weird because I don't like feet but I think I'm okay with my feet okay they're pretty they're pretty Uh like not crazy (laughs) as I really don't like feet I think feet are like disgusting it's like you better not touch me with your feet yeah but I think mine are are pretty okay I'm sure (laughs) they are they're like slender and and what's the word they're smooth or whatever yeah I don't really have many issues with yeah with my feet (laughs) you got good feet okay I love it thank you for doing that (laughs) what about you (laughs) Um, I, I've always liked that I had green eyes. I just like it. Yeah. Yeah. I've liked that about myself, (laughs) you know, because it's, because it was something that was different, you know, Mm -hmm. not everybody I knew had green eyes. And so I felt like it was something special about me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) So, so this is what I would say to anybody listening you know, God gave you this body mm. and I don't think it's right to bash anything that's a gift from God. So if you are having a struggle with body image, I want you to look in the mirror and find something that you like about yourself and tell yourself that you're beautiful and thank God for creating you and giving you a body to move around in this world. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Do it. Do it today. Yes. Do it today. Yeah. Love the skin you're in. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I know that's somebody's slogan. But right. It is. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
We're going to take it. Okay. <laughs> All right, tellers, y'all have a good day. Bye.